This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. So excited to bring you this episode today. Now, the very exciting news that I shared, the secret project that I shared last week, I actually want to give you some more information about it. So drum roll, I am creating a full course. Now, this course is going to run through everything that you need in order to get results. I'm literally covering everything, nutrition, training, mindset, the lot. That's going to include reverse dieting. It's going to include hormonal health, getting your cycle back. It's going to include fat loss, muscle gain, the lot. I have been working my little butt off on this and I am super, super excited to be able to hopefully in about a month's time, have it ready to rock and roll. Now, I actually haven't told anybody. I haven't told or announced this on my Instagram, my TikTok, nothing, not my email list. This is something between me and you. I feel like my podcast listeners, we have a very intimate relationship and I just wanted to keep you updated. And to be completely honest with you, I'm actually so excited and I've obviously talked about it with my staff and I just kind of want to let the cat out the bag. So I'm so excited. Can you please send me a DM? If there's anything in particular you want me to include in the course, let me know. Any particular topics, I am covering things like gut health as well, digestion, which I know is a big one that you guys deal with. I want this to be super well-rounded, which it will be. There is a lot of content in there, hence why it's taking me so long to jib away at. But it's really, really going to be a holistic look at achieving your results. Because from what I have learned in my time in the industry is that it's not just about the perfect workout program or the perfect diets around your mentality, your relationship with food and really upregulating your metabolism and getting yourself into a healthy place to actually get your body to respond and for you to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. So that is that. I'm so excited. Please make sure to send me a DM with any topic suggestions. I would love to hear those, but let's get stuck into today's podcast episode. And these are 10 fat loss tips. Now I talk a lot about upregulating your metabolism. I talk a lot about reverse dieting, but a lot of you probably do have fat loss goals that you're wanting to achieve. Now, as long as you get yourself into the position where you are ready to go into a fat loss phase, meaning you've got a really healthy metabolism, you've got a healthy relationship with food, you are ready to get into a calorie deficit and learn and know how to get yourself out of that calorie deficit, then this podcast episode is going to be so, so helpful for you. So let's get stuck into it. Number one, walking. Walking is so underrated. So when we talk about our TDEE, our total daily energy expenditure, a big part of that, about 20% of that, so that 20% of the amount of calories that we burn in a day will come from our meat, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Now this is going to be just all the general movement you do in a day. It's fidgeting, it's blinking, it's moving your hands when you talk all of that sort of stuff. Now we can actually include into that walking, intentional walking. So things like taking the stairs instead of the elevator or parking further away from the shopping center entrance than, you know, trying to find the closest park. All of these things add up. They add up to having more steps, which actually means you burn more calories throughout the day. And it's such an easy way to expand and to burn more calories as opposed to going out for a run. And people think that their workouts or cardio are the things that are going to help them lose fat. However, 
we actually know that our NEAT, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis, burns more calories in a day than your workout does. Number two is lift some weights. Now, the biggest mistake people make when they're going into a fat loss phase is they think, oh, cardio equals losing weight. And that's actually kind of correct, kind of incorrect. When you are in a fat loss phase, what you want to be doing is sending a very strong signal to your body to hold on to muscle mass and to lose body fat. Now, when we do cardio, that has no muscle. It doesn't send that signal to hold on to muscle, that's for sure. In fact, it's very easy when we're eating in a calorie deficit, not eating enough protein and doing lots of cardio, that the weight that we lose is a combination of muscle and fat, which is not what we want because that further downregulates our metabolism. So what happens is, is when we are in a calorie deficit, we actually want to prioritize lifting weights probably even more than when we're just eating at calorie maintenance. So look, three to four days per week is absolutely plenty. And even if you're not wanting to build muscle, this is not about building muscle when you're in a calorie deficit. It's about maintaining the muscle you have and encouraging your body to hold on to that muscle and to actually drop body fat, which is what you want. Okay, the next point is sleep. Getting seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Now, I know for anyone out there that does shift work or has children, this can be quite difficult, but I want you to try to optimize your sleep as much as you possibly can. Ideally, if you can hit seven to eight hours of quality sleep every night. Now, the reason for this is it does have an impact on our hormonal health, right? So I always talk about ghrelin and leptin, those two hunger hormones. I've spoken about those before on the podcast. Ghrelin, that hunger hormone gets sent out when we are sleep deprived because the body understands it needs more energy. And so it goes, okay, well, let's get some food into us. Now that can really mess up your hunger cues. And I'm not sure if you've ever noticed when you're sleep deprived, you feel hungry and you just want to eat. And that's your body going, hey, we need more calories. We need to stay awake. And usually you will want to gravitate more towards carbohydrate foods and sugars because the body likes to use those foods and can use it quite quickly for energy, right? So really making sure you're getting enough sleep is going to be pivotal. Next, we have protein. Now, I know I harp on about protein, but protein is so important in fat loss. And the reason is very similar to lifting weights. We want to ensure that we are holding on to as much muscle as we possibly can during a fat loss phase and encouraging that fat to go away. And a great way to do that is to eat adequate amounts of protein. Now, when we are in a calorie deficit, we actually probably want to make sure we're eating more protein than if we are at maintenance or in a calorie surplus. So really the range is anywhere between 1.8 to 2.2 grams of protein per kilo of your body weight. And if you are in a fat loss phase, I'd highly encourage you to hang around the top end of that. Even if it's just two grams per kilo of your body weight, that's going to really help you once again, making sure that you're holding onto as much muscle as possible, but also keep you satiated because of out of all of the macronutrients, carbohydrates, fats, protein, Protein is the macronutrient that keeps you the most satiated. Now, another little fact as to why we want to prioritize protein during a fat loss phase is TEF, the thermic effect of food. What the heck is that? Let me tell you. So this is the amount of calories that your body burns when it's digesting food. Now, out of 
all of the foods. So we have the macronutrients. Once again, protein actually burns the most amount of calories during the digestive process, meaning we actually don't know how many calories that your body holds on to once you've actually consumed that protein and how much is lost throughout that digestive process. So please eat protein at every meal. Make sure you're eating adequate amounts of protein if you want to be successful in your fat loss phase. Okay, this next one is not necessary, but it is very helpful. And that is track your food. And track all of your food. Do not forget about the bites and nibbles that you took because that all adds up, especially in a calorie deficit. It's very important that we are staying as adherent as possible. Now, I know that some of you don't like to track your calories. This is the way that I would put it. If you have a history of some kind of disordered eating and it is triggering for you, please do not even contemplate tracking your calories. However, if you just don't enjoy it, but you have no knowledge around what you're actually eating and what is in foods, You need to spend a little bit of time tracking your calories so you actually know what you are consuming. And I know it can be a pain in the butt, but trust me, after literally a week, not even a week, I reckon like two to three days of being consistent with tracking, it will become so easy. And here's the thing. You usually eat the same foods day in, day out. So there is no need for you to track every single day unless your food you know, drastically changes every single day, which probably the majority of you, it doesn't, right? We love our routine and we usually eat the same kinds of things, but you need to really set aside some time and investing in learning, like what are you actually eating? What is in a food? So you know whether what you're consuming is actually getting you closer to your goals. Next tip is to either eliminate or completely reduce alcohol. Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. A lot of us have complicated relationships with it. This is probably a topic for another episode that we can go into, but just keep in mind that alcohol is calories. When you do drink alcohol, they can add up quite quickly. And the hard thing about all of this is that when we drink, we then generally make decisions around nutrition that aren't aligned with our goals. And if you think about it, you're doing this every single weekend, you're most probably getting yourself out of a calorie deficit. And now what's happening is, is you're either eating at maintenance or in a calorie surplus, you're feeling really frustrated. And it's kind of like that eating quote unquote perfectly during the week and then going off track on the weekends. I would challenge you to potentially reduce or completely eliminate alcohol, even for a short period of time and just see how you feel. It's also a really good exercise to figure out why you enjoy drinking alcohol. A lot of us drink alcohol because it helps us socially in situations. It relaxes us. It helps us with social anxiety and actually not relying on that can be a really interesting time to be able to reflect on, hey, maybe my relationship with alcohol isn't the healthiest and kind of sit with that, sit with that uncomfortable feeling. And figure out if you want to reintroduce it into your life. But that is just something to think about. Obviously, you don't need to do any of these. These are just suggestions. And from my experience with working with a lot of people, alcohol and then, you know, the cheeky burgers and fries that you have after a night out is the undoing of being in a calorie deficit. Okay, this next one here is annoying, but it's just something that you do need to consider if you're in a calorie deficit and that is stop eating out so much. I know that we absolutely can and should be able to eat foods outside of our home that aren't cooked from home and still have balance in our life. But if your goal is fat loss, then you should only be in a calorie deficit for a short period of time and you do need to sacrifice some things. Regardless of what choices that you make when you're eating out, there are better choices to make, but keep in mind they are always going to be higher calories than the meals that you cook at home. What I would suggest doing is if you are in a calorie deficit, 
you know, allowing yourself to have one to two meals out per week and then prepare the rest of your meals at home. Remember, guys, this is a short period of time. If you are serious about getting results, you can't you can't have the best of both worlds. You can't go out and eat whatever you want and expect to still be in a calorie deficit. So as much as you possibly can, prepare your meals at home. Don't allow yourself to go out hungry, right? So if you're preparing ahead, you know you've got options when you come home or you're having something before you go out and still enjoy yourself. This is not like you can't eat out at all, but just understand that there are going to be sacrifices when you're trying to lose fat and you're eating in a calorie deficit and eating out every single day is just not gonna help you achieve that goal. Second to last point. Okay, are you ready? Be patient. Know that when you're wanting to achieve a goal and if that is fat loss, it is going to take time. It is going to take consistency and adherence. Now. If you have a week or you have two weeks where you see no shift in scale weight, don't worry. I see a lot with our girls that it takes up to three weeks to see any kind of shift when you're in a fat loss phase. And the worst thing that you can do is panic when you don't see a change in scale weight or you know your measurements are staying the same and you just drop your calories, right? Because what happens is, is you may actually be in a calorie deficit. Sometimes it just takes some time for the body to kind of kick in and go, oh, okay, we need to be losing some fat here. It does take some time. I would be waiting at least three weeks and then readjusting my nutrition if you're not seeing any results. And remember, your results aren't going to be the same week in, week out. You're going to have times where you potentially lose fat, right? You potentially lose weight on the scale. Great. Okay, for two weeks, things might stay the same. Don't get disheartened and please don't take drastic action or go stuff it, you know, this is not working and throw the towel in. It's going to take consistency. It's going to take patience and staying adherent. So stick with it and don't get disheartened if you don't see continuous results week in, week out. That just does not happen. And now my lucky last tip, and this may be just the most important, and that is have a plan to get yourself out of a calorie deficit. This is where people go wrong. I always say weight loss. It's easy. It's a piece of cake. You just don't eat the cake. (laughs) You just eat less calories. But how do you maintain your results long term without binging and overeating and just gaining that weight back? You need to have a plan in place. You don't necessarily need to reverse diet. And I really can't tell you whether you need to reverse diet or not, because it depends on so many things. But you need to have a strategy to get yourself out of a calorie deficit, go back up to maintenance, restore your biofeedback and not stay in a deficit. You want to be able to maintain the results that you've worked hard to achieve. It's so frustrating when you've worked really hard and you lose those results and you're back at square one. And that's because you haven't thought really far ahead. You haven't thought beyond the calorie deficit. What does the diet after the diet look like for you? And you need to have a plan. And the other cool thing about this is if you set yourself a goal, like six weeks, eight weeks of being in a calorie deficit, you know, there's an end date there. And it's so much easier for you to make sacrifices for six to eight weeks than thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to reach my end goal. And then I need to maintain this for the rest of my life, these low calories. Otherwise I'm going to gain the weight back. No, not at all. But you do need a plan to get yourself out of that calorie deficit. And those are my 10 fat loss tips. Now we're going to go into the listener question. Remember guys, if you want me to answer your question, head to the podcast show notes. There is a form that I have linked there. 
ask a question. I'm answering one listener question per week. And today's is from Melissa. Melissa, I don't have your Instagram handle, but big shout out to you. Okay. So your question is, I have 20 pounds of fat and would like to gain muscle. Do I recomp or cut bulk cycle? What is the best way to go about it? This is a great question. Do I focus on building muscle or do I go into a calorie deficit? Now, this is really going to depend on how much fat you have to lose. Now, if you are overweight, if you are obese, the most important thing is your overall health and that is going to decrease your fat, right? So that's number one. Now, if you've been chronically under eating, you're just not happy with your body, then I would suggest probably spending some time increasing your metabolism. This is not about gaining weight. This is about increasing your metabolism, improving your biofeedback so you actually can go into a successful fat loss phase. This really does depend on your starting place. So if you have excessive amounts of fat to lose, you absolutely want to really prioritize dropping some body fat first because that's going to be the best thing for you and for your overall health. However, If you are just not happy with your body, but you haven't been treating it right, you may need to increase your maintenance calories, spend some time improving your metabolism, your biofeedback, so you can effectively go into a calorie deficit and then lose that fat. And sometimes that actually means being uncomfortable because you may not be happy with the way that your body's looking now, but what are your options? You drop your calories lower. And then you find it really difficult to actually lose any fat. And then you potentially get into overeating more because you can't stick to those low calories and you're actually not getting anywhere, right? So this is about, and looking at the big picture, how are you going to achieve the goals that you want to achieve? How do you arrive at your end destination and then reverse engineer from there and be really honest with yourself about what you know, you probably know what you should be doing here. But if you're in a position where you have been eating a really good amount of calories, listen, go for a cut. If your goal is fat loss, but you've been eating a good amount of food, you've absolutely earned that right to get into a calorie deficit. All right, my angels, that is it from me. Remember, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a screenshot of it and share it onto your stories. Share it with a friend and slide into my DMs. Oh my goodness, I've been loving the DMs I've been getting from you guys. All the beautiful words you've been saying. I actually don't get much negativity, which is really wonderful, but I'm always open for constructive criticism. You know, you don't like the sound of my voice. Actually, don't send me that. That might hurt my feelings. You know, constructive criticism. I like that. Uh, But I love always hearing from you guys. And if you could, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, please leave a five-star rating. It would mean the world to me. All right, guys, I'll be back in your ears next week. Big love, Coach Tash. (laughs) 